thank you so much for doing this interview with Thrive Respect Magazine. I just want to start off by asking you, um, how's everything on your end? Everything on my end is pretty solid, you know, just uh, getting ready for the album drop. That's Friday. Um, and just been cranking out these singles. Um, <laughs> just dropped three before this. So just just been, you know, got my manager hat on, just trying to make sure it's <laughs> good, you know. Gotcha. All right. So your new pro uh, project reflections um, is out on Friday. Um, tell me what you were most excited for your fans to um, hear from this uh, project. Honestly, the thing I'm most excited for fans to hear is new fans and my old fans. It's just because I, I feel like every time you drop something new, people go back to your old music. I want to hear people. I want people to hear the growth. You know, yeah. I, I took four years in between my last project. It's a, it's initial release. Um, and, and then now. Right. And I've lived. Mm -hmm lived a ton of different events a ton of different phases and different just everything that we've all been through over the past couple of years right but then your own personal shit on top of it so it's just been i want people to hear the growth in terms of like the songwriting and the approach to music i want people to hear the growth in my production i want people to hear you know the growth in just sequencing and putting an album together an actual full body of work you know i i, I i'm just really excited for people to see like man this dude put in that work and this sounds like odd couple 2.0 or whatever, you know, just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like when Jordan came back with the four or five, you know, like back with like a fadeaway and all of a sudden he was yeah. hitting fadeaways on everybody. And so it was like a whole different game. And so I'm, I'm not saying I'm Jordan, but I'm trying to say like, I'm hoping that I can come back and people are like, damn, I didn't even know you, you could do it like this, you know? Yeah. All right. So you worked with Elijah Blake, um, the mind and uh, a few more who was like your favorite to all uh, work with on this project mm, that's like so yeah you mentioned i work with the mind i work with elijah blake jamila woods like yep. you know, i love working with jamila I've, I've done so many songs with her it was just it's always a beautiful thing to connect but honestly i think the person i was most excited or the, not even the most excited to work with but the person i think that i had like the coolest experience working with was honestly was the mind because like um i we had been on so many projects together but never a song together and then so many okay. projects and so many different uh events and just different things that we were on together but um the actual linking together on this record being in such a similar headspace with you know the things he covered in his album that came out last November and then what we talked about on this record which we wrote kind of all in the same process and I'm putting it yeah. out now it's such a cool like this track could fit on his project it could fit on my project a lot of the stuff he's talking about on his project I approach in mine so it was really cool to like link and like figure out like damn like we talk a lot now we hang out and and, and do interviews and stuff together and we we like really our friends and it's it like it, we were already talking and stuff but now we're like re actually you know real friends through this track and through seeing how similarly we look at stuff and how similarly like our lot like the path that our lives have taken it, it's pretty cool you know so music is cool like that how it how it'll do that for you yeah and if you could work with one artist um that you haven't got the opportunity to work with um, who would that one artist be? Like, this is sort of like your dream, like a dream collaboration type of question. Yeah. yeah who would sure. you want to work with? Oh, uh, Frank. Um, cool. First and foremost, I go Frank. And then after Frank, um, you know, Rihanna. Oh, um, no. 
And then like out of the R and B space, like Hove. Everybody wants their Hove verse. I want my Hove verse. Like I got, <laughs> I got tracks, beats that just all of the different Jay-Z vibes that he's pretty much ever tapped into, I have a beat for it. Cause I grew up on Hove. So like yeah. that's my like as a kid, that's the one where like past me from like 10 years old and now me at 32 with like high five in my head but like frank yeah. is like now that i'm here and what i'm the music that i'm making like the first person i think of is frank got it and could you name your favorite track uh or a favorite personal track that you have on your project on friday or you would just like us to wait i can name my favorite my favorite is probably um is how many angels um yes. like that song is uh have you heard the whole project i'm sorry I haven't. I haven't heard uh, that. Yeah, yeah, check when you check it out. Yeah, the the song, um, mm -hmm. you know, listen to it in full. But the song "How Many Angels" is probably my favorite because it really, um, like, one, you know, I write and, and co-write lyrically and arrangements and sequencing and all of these songs with the artists that I work with. But that song is one that I sat down and like wrote and then approached uh, my homie Jack Red and was like, "Bro, we should make this song." I got a loop. And I just wrote this hook and we just built the whole song around this, this hook. And so the different versions, you know, it started off, it was a voice memo. Then it went from that and it was just kind of like, oh, maybe this is an interlude. And then I just kept building and building and bringing in pieces and adding singers, adding guitars, adding, mm -hmm. doing what a producer does. But for this song to start as like me jotting it down on a piece of paper and then for it to be built into this big ass, like, you know, I played the album for people here in Chicago and they're, you know, they're more familiar with my work. And they're like, bro, the minute that comes on, it's just an iconic moment. Like, that's your career. That's yeah. your career moment you've been looking for, I think. And like, it is crazy that it came in this song that I also just like, you know, I wrote that when I was in not not a great place as for goes for a lot of these records. But that one especially is like it just hits home so much because I know where I was when I wrote it and all the work I personally had to do and put into that song for it to be finished, you know? Yeah. All right. So your song reflections, um, what was the message uh, behind that track? This track's also featuring Jamila Woods. So what exactly was uh, the message that you wanted to uh, kind of get to your fans? And that song is really the thesis to the album, right? Like if I had to sum the album up in like, but the big takeaway, that's the mm -hmm. song I would pick because that's the outro to the album, but it's also like one of those outros that sums up moments from all the other records, you know? And so the takeaway that the thing that I really want people to take away from that song itself is 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 right there in the lyrics. If I knew the end before we begin, would I still be the same? And like, yeah. you know, the path that you go on to get somewhere, the path mm -hmm. that I went on to make this album, four years i didn't know what i was embarking on i thought i was just trying to make number two or three or whatever you know in my lineage of projects i was just trying to make the next one um and i wanted to become better and i wanted to make a complicated you know a complicated and complex album and the life that i ended up the, the life journey i ended up going on to do that and the different things that i've seen and different spots i was in and the different you know l's and different w's and all that Man, if I'd have known how I would feel in different moments, I don't know if I'd have made that leap. I, I, I'd have been, if you'd have told me I'd have been six bands down at one point, or I would have been, you know, almost in a head-on collision, uh, or if you'd have told me I'd have, or if you'd have told me I'd have done all that and then met Oprah, I wouldn't have believed you. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have believed any yes. of it. And so, 
I wouldn't have believed it and I never would have thought I was capable and not believing it would have held me back. You know what I'm saying? But just taking that leap and not knowing what's coming, but having faith and just going and moving by that faith and by that, that personal, you know, self, just belief in self, like it, uh, you know, that's what yeah. should power you instead of, you know, no, knowing for a fact how something's going to go. Cause nobody knows. We, none of us know. Absolutely. And being from Chicago, um, there's so many amazing artists and producers from Chicago. Did you ever get to get an opportunity to really, um, how do I say this, uh, kind of learn from some of the uh, artists and people that are from that area? Hell yeah. I think like I dropped out of school. So when I mm -hmm. did that, when I, I went to, I, I came out from Milwaukee, I came down to Chicago for school, I dropped out. And when I did that, when I made yeah. that decision, or when I guess when life made that decision for me, <laughs> it was like when when the decision was made, I made another decision that I was never going to stop learning. You know what I'm saying? I was never going to stop learning. Every experience I had was going to be learning. I was going to learn through life and I was going to learn as best as I could. Right. So I just became a fly on the wall. Every job I had from there, I just learned on the fly. I would ask people questions. I would never be afraid to just be quiet and listen. Right. Yeah. And and when it came to making music, it was the same thing. I just, I would sit in studio sessions. And before I even started making records, I was posing as a writer. I was like, oh yeah, I write for this blog. And it's, I mean, it was a blog and I was actually writing, but that was my in. And my homies who I was writing and doing the blog with, they knew it and they supported it because they're like, bro, whatever it takes to get this music in there, you just got a vibe and you know how shit's supposed to sound. And I believe that you're going to make that quality of music. We just got to get you in. And so, yeah. you know, it was always learning. It was learning as a writer, like, oh, damn, this is how artists move. This is how people move in the studio. This is how they connect with each other. This is how, what they get along on. Bam. Then the, from the next, I, I started to learn how, you know, being in the studio, okay, bet. This is how someone engineers a session. This is how someone records. So, you know, being around like Jamila and working on her first project, I really learned how to songwrite beyond like, oh, you got to write cool lyrics. Yeah, no shit. But after that, they got to get placed somewhere. They got to be stacked. Yeah. They got to be angled. They got to be moved around. They got to be panned. Stuff got to get mixed. We got to add this. Yo, you should do some live guitar. She like, yeah. I learned it on the fly working with her and her, you know, being gracious enough to just sit down with me all the time to work on these records. They're cool ideas, but we want to take them somewhere. And she would share her vision with me. And that allowed me to, you know, see how I want to how I want to move as a songwriter and, and what songwriting is like, you know, you take from there, I, I, I'm friends with a, a whole bunch of people who do like music supervision or work at an ad agency or any of this stuff. And I'm learning from them like, Oh shit, this is how music works on the other side. That shit's helping me figure out how I want to move from my side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who do I want to show my music to? Oh damn, I got a dope project out. Who do I want to send this to, to make sure I get some bread in here? You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I learned that from just asking everybody questions about what they do and trying to figure out what everybody does, you know? Got it. So it's Black Music Month. Um, could you name one track you have to have in your um, playlist uh, from a Black artist that you have to have in your playlist? Ooh, just one. Yeah, you can only name one. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> just one. Okay, yeah, uh, Jada Kiss, we gonna make it. 
Nice. I I love that one too. Yeah, all day. That's that's my jam. That's definitely a classic for sure. Yeah, that, that's that's my jam. I'll do that. If not that, then I'll go uh just because I need it for power sometimes. I'll go Nipsey Hustle, Hustle and Motivate. Nice. Like so, they the same vibe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if for some reason like Jada Kiss don't show up on Spotify one day, like I'm quickly going to Hustle and Motivate. Right. All right, so my last question for you, because uh, right for Respect Magazine, I have to ask you this question. Uh, what what does the word respect uh, mean to you? When you hear or see that word, what is your first, um, like, what are your first definite, like, thoughts of what respect means to you? Yeah, respect to me means, you know, empathy for others, uh, you know, uh, listening to people's needs and to people's boundaries and, and to, uh, you know, give them the space to want and to go after the same things in life that you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. And uh, I think that's going to end our interview. Thank you so much, uh, Odd Couple, for doing this interview with Respect Magazine and enjoy the rest of your day. I appreciate you so much. I can't wait to check it out. Yep. Thank you. All right. Bye.